right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the hey. podcast. This is episode four, and I have a very, very special guest with me. I have my good friend Jocelyn. Jocelyn, what's Kojak. up? Well, now, now it's now Jocelyn Bondo. I know. Right? No, I miss I miss my maiden last name because it was so unique. But <laughs> I'm Bondo yeah. now. So I got to mention this real quick because for you know when i first met you and your family and i saw the last name i was like how do you say this is it koshaj or kozaj because uh, it's spelled yeah. c-o-x-a-j A-J. yes pronounced kojax yes in is spanish, that in yeah. spanish it's koshak oh okay so uh my parents are both from guatemala as you know yeah so the like the native language there is called quiche so in Kiche, mm. the X sounds like that. Like Kosh. Okay. Yeah. Ah. So I actually took 23, what's it called? The 23 gene where you yeah, yeah. Like, see your DNA. And I am, last time we checked, 90% Native American from Guatemala. No way. That's so Yes. That's so, so it makes cool. me so sad that I don't have the last name, but you know, <laughs> it happens. That's crazy. I didn't I didn't know we could take those tests. I thought that was like that only worked for like white people, you know, like to see their heritage heritage. Like you know, I'm like a European, like No, I'm like kidding. I knew. I knew. Okay, because you know, Ron, he was a hater. He's like, nobody's full anything. I was like, I bet you if I'm not a hundred percent, I have to be a high percentage because the last name is just so unique. Yeah. So it was like um Guatemalan and then the rest was actually Peru mm. and I forgot which other one okay but no it's so funny that you say white people because this is how you know we come <laughs> from a diverse city yeah because here I'm always like yeah you know like white people and you know um my husband has like black family and people are like why do you mention their race and I'm like because mm. that's their race yeah but I forget because we live in a city where like 95% of the people here are Mexican because it's a border city. Ah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's a given. Yep, yep. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I didn't know that. I didn't know Bondo had a black family. Oh, it's a so huge he, Filipino, melting pot. Right? He's Filipino. Yes, it's a huge melting pot. He's okay. half white, half Filipino. His sister married a Russian. His dad has like... um black family members okay. and it, it's it's a huge melting pot yeah, like he married a chapina yes the lord blessed him yeah. how's the bible <laughs> verse go it is it is a joy or it is a treasure to find a wife how does it go mm-hmm. there it is there it is <laughs> oh man that that that's so cool that's so cool so what's the other 10 percent? so 90 percent. that's crazy other 10 was like peru and it was still figuring out what else from Central, like uh, America or something like ah, that. So, like okay. throughout the years, yeah, it like it changes and it shows okay. you. So your your family didn't have any like uh, Spanish uh, background. Yes, okay. very very small, very ah, okay. small. Okay. But you know, we Guatemala was conquered. They, by didn't, they didn't infiltrate fully into your your lineage. I <laughs> know. <laughs> and that's that's crazy. That's dope. So. You were born and raised in LA, right? Yes. Born and raised in LA, South Central, for the most part, or? Yes. So I 
my parents moved around South Central. And then when I was about 13, mm -hmm. we moved into Watts. But the funny thing is, like, where we moved in Watts, it was like, the border of everything like we were five yeah. minutes away from Southgate five minutes away yeah. from Compton five yep. minutes away from Linwood yep. so it was yeah but mainly Watts that's yeah, where yeah. We, we I grew up in for my teenage years and on yep that's dope that's dope yeah. how 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 much different is it like living in in El Paso Okay, first of all, it's kind of funny because I bought a pepper spray moving in here because I don't know no one. Uh -huh. But I ain't never had a pepper spray growing up in LA. Like, and the crime rate here is so low. Uh-huh. So low. People leave their cars unlocked. Like I'm walking yeah. by and I'm like, ma'am, I can rob like whatever you have in yep. here. I'm gonna do it. I'm, gonna yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saved. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm just saying. Um <laughs> People leave their cars unlocked. It's so mellow. It's mm -hmm. so quiet. Yeah. And, you know, I'm growing up in Watts. I, I'm so used to noise, you know, mm -hmm. helicopters, yep. cops. Yep. Um, ghetto birds, yep. They be loud. Them ghetto birds, yep. um, the random party, even though it's no one's birthday. Right, right. Like, I love the noise, but yeah. it's really mellow here, really chill. Mm -hmm. But we love it. We love the people that we've met here. Of course, it's nothing compared to LA. LA is so diverse. Mm. We miss so many things, but mm. yeah. Yeah. And it's a border city. So Juarez is literally five minutes away. Ah, I've okay. gone, I've gone a few times because my, my friend slash pastor, he mm. is, was born in Juarez. So he takes, he takes me. So it's pretty ah, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what, tell us a little bit about what made you, uh, what made you move out there? What What's the reason why uh, you guys made the move? So, um, and, and Larry, you know this. I yeah. used to say I would die in L.A. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to die in L.A. I ain't Same. going nowhere. Yeah. Um, and there was one friend of mine, Gilly. Mm -hmm. She was the only one that would say, I'm going to leave L.A. I'm going to leave L.A. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, you're never going to leave That's L.A. That's true. That is true. She did. Yeah. Yeah. And I would always say, I'm not leaving Gilly. Don't leave me, you know? Um, and at the time, uh, I was probably like 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I already had my boyfriend that's now yep. my husband yep, yep. and he felt that his calling was to join the military since he was 18. Now wow. I, I would tell him, and I was a little savage, and he can vouch. I'd be like, I'm not going to be an army wife. If that's what the Lord has called you, you do you. I'm do me. Like, um, wow. And then 18, he he's two years older than me. So then mm -hmm. he hit 20, almost 23. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know what? It's still in my heart. Like, I'm going to do it. And mm -hmm. if this is it, it's going to make it. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's going to make it. God's going to help us through it. If not, like, this ain't it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he joined the military. And then it was, I don't remember if you were still in LA during that time. Were you? Uh, when you went to basic? It was 2016. No, I wasn't. Uh, no, I I moved to Indiana when I was in 2015, 2015. So, so yeah. then, yeah, he went to basic training and we grew closer and um, we had talked, you see, this is how men are different. Mm -hmm. We had talked, Hey, like you're going to be in the army for a year. 
And then we're going to talk about marriage and, you know, cool, whatever. I didn't know that in his mind, he was already like, no, I'm going to put a ring on it by the time I come back. So I was like, okay, cool. And we got engaged when I was 21. He was 23. We got married. And our first duty station is El Paso, Texas. We've been here for four years. And uh, God is just funny because in the military, you can suggest where you want to go. And we were suggesting Hawaii, Germany, uh, Korea. (laughs) No, God was like, I'm going to send you with your people, your Hispanic people. Boom, here you go. Man, that's crazy. So, uh, do you think you guys are going to stay there like long term or do you think you, you'll make a move again? Um, I think we're going to stay here long term. Okay. So, uh, my husband, Ron, uh, unfortunately he hurt his spine when he was employed. So he had spine surgery, uh, oh, last wow. year. And we are actually transitioning out of the military. He's about to serve five years in September. And we're planning on staying in El Paso. Oh, wow. It's it's just a good city. And Mm -hmm. um, although we love LA, like, I mean, you know, we grew up in just neighborhoods that are not the best. And I mean, the goal is always that your kids will do better in everything than you did. So, I, I mean... Well, just this, we think this is the best for our future family. So yeah, we're thinking about staying here long-term. That's awesome. That's awesome. You, so what are you doing right now over there? Let's go into that. What, what have you gotten into uh, in the last few years? What haven't I gotten into? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, God is really funny. I believe God is a God of seasons, of mm-hmm. process, or even life in general. Yeah, life yeah. is just of seasons and all that. So right. when we moved here, um, and I mean, I was 21, you know, mm. five, almost five years ago. Yeah. Like when you're, when you think about your younger version of you, you're like, what the heck was I thinking about? 21 year old Joss was like, Easy peasy. I'm just going to transfer. I was in college. Yeah. I'm going to transfer to college. I've known my now husband for, I think it was like five years, six Mm -hmm. years. It's going to be sweet. It don't matter how long you know someone. Marriage is so different. Wow. So that was a different transition for us. Um, I couldn't find a school that would take my California credits because Texas and California, I'm going to school to be a teacher, is so different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was just like. school now? Yes. And God willing, it's going to be my last year. Nice. Congrats. And um, I was like, oh, it was a struggle. So the first year was a lot for me to just transition. I had to find a different school. I had to find community, a church. Um, Because when you, you know, jump into a new season into your life, it's not always all you expected it to be. Right. Um. So then I found a church, an amazing church, and uh, we found these amazing friends, Sergio and Beatrice, and they asked us, hey, let's go out to dinner. We were like, of course, because we were looking for community. And they were like, hey, like, we're actually the youth pastors. We're like, oh, that's nice. You know, (laughs) like, we never worked with youth, you know? And they're just like, we're thinking, do you guys want to, like, jump in? And, you know, this is like, the second time us meeting them and we're like, mm-hmm. you don't even know us. Like, how do you mm-hmm. want to trust us with teenagers? Like, yeah. 
and I've never worked with teenagers, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was just, I was honestly like, I don't know about this. And Ron was like, let's do it. Like we don't, right. He was like, you don't know what it's going to be like. And I was like, Oh my God. So we did it. And we worked with youth for about two years. I love, I love it. Like now my lane is teenagers. Um, I love a post Will Smith posted one time. He said something Mm -hmm. like be the adult that the younger you needed or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that resonated with me so hard because I grew up in such an environment where I was just told what not to do. Right. And as a teenager, that doesn't work. Like just telling you, no, 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 no. Like that, just pushes you further yeah, it make, away. It makes you want to do those things you're telling yes, you yes. not to do, right? Yeah. And so we worked with youth and we're still like in contact with them. They're actually, um, they call themselves like our adopted kids because we don't yeah. have kids yet. Yeah, yeah. So one time this kid made me cry because he, he's now a young adult. He just graduated high school. Yeah. And last year for my birthday, he was like, oh, I called off of work. I was like, okay, awesome. He's like, yeah, I told them it was my mom's birthday. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I cried so much, but um, yeah. I love I being able to help like just a teenager understand how simple yeah. it is to choose to want to get to know what, what this God thing is about. What, right. like, what the heck does it mean? Yeah. And in those two years, I also went... Um, to the Philippines twice. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I um, never, never, never thought that uh, I would live what I wanted to do. Like I always used to pray. I want to be part of a, a start a women's conference. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I did. Like we started doing women conferences that. here. Yeah. And, or, do you remember that? I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Doing yes. that and talking about that and all yes. that. Yes. I and you know there are these um, there are these dreams that we sometimes put away because they just feel so big, you know, yep. bigger than life. Come on. And I I remember being in Asia the first time, and mm. it just came to my mind, and God telling me I didn't forget, and that hit me so hard because I think we live in such a society where it's so fast paced that if it's not here tomorrow, it's never gonna come. Come on. You yep. know, yep. I, I prayed that when I was 20, I'm about mm-hmm. to be 26. I didn't live it out till I was 23, 24. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so I just, that was just so big for me. Um, Yo, that, going that, over there. That that's so crazy. Sorry. I, I just want to stop right here for a second because what you said is so true. Like, and and it's crazy because I hadn't, I hadn't heard other people talk about this. Um, in a while, the way you explained it and the way you explained it, um, I resonate so much with it because back in 2013, I think 2013, 2014, um, I had this like vision, this kind of, this dream type of thing, right. Where, um, I saw like, I just saw us blessing the community. Um, I saw, I saw like, I saw myself organizing this big block party in on Crenshaw and, you know, just blessing the community, bringing the community together and all this stuff. Right. And, and I could remember that so vividly and mm-hmm. I was never able to forget that. Right. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know, you know, and I still don't know 
but I see it like that. I see it how, you know, it's so engraved in my mind. It's something that I, it's not like I lose it and then, oh, it just, you know, comes back whenever I have something like this. No, yeah. it's there like almost every day, you know, just wow. circling. So I don't know what that's going to look like, but I believe that to be true. What you just said, like, you know, God gives us some dreams that it's okay if you don't see them in a few months, right? Like you go, you're yeah. probably going to see them a few years later. So that's so cool that, because I remember, I remember you ladies talking about this stuff, having conversations where you, you were a part, you were a part of making that, uh, were you a part of making that small conference that, that, that you ladies had in, uh, it was called like uprising or something like that. I know Gilly was very involved in that. But... I think you're talking about the one Gilly did. Okay. Yeah. I, no, no, it was Gilly and Kaylee, I think. It was, it, you're right. You're right. It was them. But, but just seeing, seeing you ladies and we'll get, we'll get more into this in, in a bit, but seeing you ladies talk about these things and dream big and, yeah. And hearing that was inspiring even for myself. Like it was inspiring to be surrounded by by women that, you know, had these big dreams, had, you know, believed in themselves and and wanted to do all these things and knew they could do these things, right? And so, you know, I remember like I remember when I first like, you know, was surrounded by you ladies. It was my first time being surrounded by not only you ladies, but even uh, the guys, you know, like the Jeremy's, the This, B. this, this how you know when you're single, you got all the time in the world. We would <laughs> randomly choose oh, yep. to hang out in church. Oh, yeah. We you know what I mean? Hours. Hours. Yep. Hours. Yep. And if you're wondering <laughs> what we were doing, it was this, talking. Like, Just yo, having what, conversations. What What's your dream? Like, Yo, you know, that's like so true. Yep. hours and this, yep. you know, when you're single and, you know, you got all the time in the world. I don't even <laughs> think we all had, do we have jobs? I, I don't even think um, we had jobs. Yeah, I, I think I didn't, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I think I was cool just because I didn't want to like. <laughs> I think <laughs> Diana was the only one that had a job. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yes, we would have these conversations for hours and just dreaming, you know, dreaming and sharing our dreams together. We should have recorded those conversations. Man. That would have just been yes. epic. Yes. And, but I, I feel those moments are necessary, right? Cause you're nurturing yep. the, those dreams. You're, you're, yes. you're feeding into them. You're letting other people feed into them. Yes. And the, and the, and the key thing there too is the right people that because you know it's kind of like uh okay i don't know i don't know how like this is gonna come off but <laughs> <laughs> like you you've ever heard like people say like when it like a newborn is not like the cutest like <laughs> like some some little newborns are, are a little ugly <laughs> a little ugly and their defense larry they had a long journey okay <laughs> They have to. They need some days. <laughs> Look, but yes, I get what you mean. I get okay, what you mean. But just keep in mind. I'm just saying. I'm just quoting somebody else. Okay. I'm not saying that. Okay. To yeah. all y'all out there that are feeling offended by that. <laughs> You're gonna but, go look at their baby pictures. For real. No, but look. Uh. So someone, someone once said, 
you know, you, you have to treat your dreams as such. You have to treat your wow. dreams as a newborn. Like, you know, it might not be the, the, the most beautiful thing, but as, as it grows and, and as it forms and, and all this, like, you know, it becomes, it becomes a beautiful thing. Right. So, yeah. so same thing with your dreams. Now you're not going to let anybody just come and, and, tell you your baby ugly right like you're gonna you're gonna share you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have your kid around people that you know love will love your kid that people that love you people that want the best for you same thing with your dreams you have to you know you only share them with certain people some people will literally crush your dreams you know and and I think that that's one thing that I will never forget and and I would say I would Not say to self, don't show you my kid after he's been born a few days. <laughs> wait a month or two. <laughs> yeah, wait a month or two. Um, <sighs> but like I think I look back in that time when when I met when I met you and 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 the rest of the peeps from RLA, like I came in, you know, feeling I, I don't think I was I, I know for sure I wasn't fully secure in myself. I fully didn't know who I was, who I wanted to be, right? But stepping in and being surrounded by people that were confident in who God made them, um, were ambitious, had big dreams, loved to dream, and being surrounded by those conversations were what I feel were what brought me to this place, where they brought me to where I am today. And and help me believe that I could go f- further. Right. So I love, I love to hear that. I love, I love that, you know, hearing how, how that's, you know, influenced your life and how you could remember oh, those yeah. times, you know? Yeah. Like, it's so true. Like you said, it's important who you talk to about it. Like, yeah, because there's a difference with, I have a dream. I don't know what it looks like. Yep. And you are in that phase and you share it with someone and they crush it before you even have a time to plan, um, prepare, invest, whatever that may look like. Um, Because the reality is when we have dreams, they're called dreams because they feel larger than life, than reality. And, you know, if at 20 years old, you would have told me, Joss, you're going to go live at a different state, Mm -hmm. like lead worship in another country. Like I would have been like, (laughs) you're so funny. Like, um, So, yeah, I think it's so important. Like, that was a big moment for me going over there and just, man, doing that. And um, and ever since then, I just, I feel like I I haven't stopped. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. There was a year, a year when I moved to Texas where I was not doing anything which I love. I am going to school to be a teacher and cause I, you know, I, I believe in education if that's what you want to do. And, uh, I wanted, I wanted to finish, but for a year I didn't do what I love. And that is a uh, ministry, AKA yeah. like wherever God wants me to be, you know, cause yeah. ministry is beyond the four walls, beyond right. all that. Yep. And I wasn't doing that for a year. Now that was hard for me. Cause I was like, God, like I'm here, you know, I'm, mm. I'm doing it. But that year was a year where I really just, man, prepared myself in what I love to do. 
Mm. You know, I spend time with God. I was looking into videos. I was learning. And then I just feel like I haven't stopped after that Mm. year, you know, worked with youth, went to the women's conference in the Philippines. Um, We had our own youth conference and that's a whole nother work because it was our first year doing it. And then we did it again another year. Um, And yeah. And then be being in charge of the, the youth band that was also different because mm-hmm. you know uh, you you don't want to crush people but you want people to grow right um and i grew up in an, with in an environment at least with my singing where y'all were just very very cutthroat like <laughs> you know like i tell stories to people yeah. like because I, uh, I introduced the metronome and for those that don't know what a metronome is it's basically a click that keeps you on tempo yeah and I, I would be like stop let's do it again stop let's do it again they're like jaws we're never gonna learn i'm like this is how i learned <laughs> like <laughs> Like the the music would just start and I'd be like, don't it, turn it up. Mm, no, Joss, you missed the count. Like, you know, so uh, that was different, yeah. you know, leading that, but yeah. it's been awesome. Wonderful. Like, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just been awesome. And mm. I will always say this, this is why it's so important who you marry mm. because if my husband wasn't behind what I feel like it's what I'm called to do, what I was yeah. born to do in my DNA, yeah, I would not be living such a happy, fulfilled life. Yeah, like, yeah. Life would be very dull. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. I, I love that. And we let's let's get into that because um I I think it's crazy. It's interesting because I I feel like I I feel like I missed out on having a deeper friendship and deeper relationship with Ron. Because um, uh, Ron, Ron is just a great guy. But I don't feel like I was, uh, I was around him as much as I was with you because we were, you know, on the same team. We were serving together, right, with the music stuff, the band practices. So yeah. we spent hours, right, hours together. and Hours. And then there was a point where we were like, we're going to write songs. So yeah. we would oh, meet up even right, besides right. that. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I, I tell everyone, because everyone mm-hmm. always tells me, like, did you ever think you wanted to marry like a musician or I was like, no, I was like, mm. because I could barely handle the guys telling me, mm, Joss, you're a little off key right there. I was yeah. like, imagine my husband. I'd be like, you're off key. You're <laughs> flat. Like get out of here. But I tell everyone, like I always knew. Yeah. I wanted someone who mm. wasn't in the worship team, you mm. know, because uh, he always he always knew what he wanted to do. You know, (laughs) he had a job when we didn't have a job. (laughs) (laughs) Like he just, he always was, uh, yeah, he always was just like in school and then he went into the military and then you went to do what, you know, you felt like God was calling you to Mm -hmm. do in that season. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely spent a lot more time together. And I don't know why God does this, but I am the only girl like in almost every worship band (laughs) I am a part of. Yeah. I'm like God like am I gonna have boys like mm-hmm. are you trying to teach me like how guys think it could you be. Can, 
you guys were just yeah cutthroat yeah, like, yeah i'm sorry about that i'm sorry about that <laughs> well you know i you know it helped me grow but yeah. now i feel bad because i catch myself doing that now uh, yeah yeah i've had to like really learn I, I feel like in indiana i learned to balance it out i learned how to like you know <laughs> I just, I saw people that had been doing it for years. I was under people that had been leading for years mm-hmm. and seeing the balance of it, right? The balance of affirming and loving and yep. and being patient with people, but also the the bringing in the truth and bringing in the correction. You know what, Larry? I don't think you ever told me good job, Joss, now that I think about it. Nah, nah. Where was the affirming? Nah, stop, Where stop. was the affirming? Stop, girl, nah. You, you're making me... God, God, where was this affirming when I was singing? What are you talking about? Nah, I would. Larry, I would. Larry as my mother says, ¿Dónde se van los mentirosos? Where do liars go? <laughs> nah. Uh, no, it was, I'll never forget. I love this word. But I was word. definitely more critical, for sure. I love this word. I still live by it. Constructive yeah. criticism. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's It's all about constructive criticism. But no, it is but, a balance. The yeah. reality is it's a balance. No yeah, one yeah. can live with too much affirmation and no one can live just being like, this is bad, this is bad. This is like, right, right. It's a balance. Yeah, yeah. And and I love that you're saying that because I think, and maybe I, maybe this is a lot that we see with our parents too, where like, you know, you you show how much you believe in somebody and how much you love somebody. Uh just by being like, you know, on being, top of them, being on top of them and working, you know, working oh with God. them and building on them and all that, you know, that it's the Hispanic culture. Yeah. Yeah. And you forget to, you know, stop and say, yo, you're, you're amazing. You know, you're, yep. you're, you're doing a great job. You're super talented. Yep. So, so I, I feel you. And, and again, I apologize. I apologize. People, <laughs> I'm a changed man. All right. Just, Letting y'all know out there, I'm not. Maybe, they, I'm maybe not so this is why. Though. Maybe this is why more females going into your life, so you can learn more balance. Yeah, yeah. I I, I need that. <laughs> I need the balance. No, but uh, but yeah. Cole, but Ron was always like, yes. doing what he wanted because yeah. you know everyone's called for different things. Like, right. so he was just doing what God had called him to do, and that's also the awesome thing again, which is why I knew he yeah. was like my husband right um he never once told me like oh, why can't you hang out with me why are you mm. at church like yeah. or, why are you always at church it just be like yeah. oh sorry camp i'm here see you right bye. and and that's what i that's what i wanted to go into because i loved seeing the dynamic of your relationship even even from afar where you know i saw you were able to go all out and go you know, into your, your, what you love to do and put in work while he was probably doing his thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it came to like that Sunday morning, that man was right there, like the, you know, cheering you on and, and just, you mm. could tell, you know, that he was supporting his girl and all that. So I loved, I loved seeing that dynamic between you guys because um, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to get into this, in, into this too much, but you know, my relationship during that time was very different and you know it was it wasn't it was, like that 
Is it who I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not going to throw out names. <laughs> That's how you know we've known each other a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we ha- I, obviously you have to have that conversation, especially yeah. because I think we have a very different marriage than most people that are in ministry. I don't know what yeah, other yeah, word yeah. to use, have. Usually, mm-hmm. if you marry yeah. someone, in, two people are in ministry. You know, it's never like one person because, you know, working for a church, it is a job. You know, I know people think maybe all you do all day is read your Bible, but people, there are stuff to do, you know. So uh, my job, we have a very like unique uh, marriage where my job is at church and he's working for the government. He's in the military. Mm -hmm. So normally you see that when someone's in ministry it's it's both of the spouses yeah, yeah. so it's very different we've had to learn what is our rhythm what is our balance but mm. it was always a conversation where it was like this is what i love to do this is what i want to do yeah and just to let you know this job don't always pay and if it does pay it doesn't pay that good so are you right. sure you're okay with that yeah. um because if this is what god wants me to do forever like i'm gonna do it mm. so we had that conversation and and heck yeah, I told him, if you're going to be with the worship leader, you better be clapping when it's a hype song. <laughs> no, I feel you. I, I no. even feel like our pastor at the time, I think, even told me, he was like, if he's going to be your man, he needs to clap. I think. I think. And then I, and then I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to tell him off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm I was I'm just thinking right now with what you just said, like that dynamic, that difference, because yes, he might not be like doing full time ministry like you. Yeah. But but he is he is still involved. He's pretty he's he's always oh. been pretty involved, right? With it. Yeah. Um and and he shares the same similar values to you. He yeah he share he values his faith, right? The yeah. way you do. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think for me, that was where my relationship at that time, you know, mm-hmm. started, it started taking a toll because so, you know, when I mentioned what I, what I was mentioning, I'm not blaming her, right. For, for that. I think a lot of it had to do with, okay. with just okay. both of us, right. Because of the dynamic, right. Of being somebody, yeah, you know, I knew what it took to be in ministry. I knew I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. And also just the playing field. Like I'm I'm in a I was in a different headspace. I had just entered a different headspace during that time. Right. Yeah. With, was chasing my career and all that stuff. Yeah. So how important do you feel it is to to be on the same page on on things like that? And and what are what are some like because I guess that's the hard part, right? Finding what differences you could work with, with mm. your partner. What are some things that you're, you're probably like, no, like this is like, this is a make it or break it for me. Like if we can't be on the same page on this, then. Uh, man. Okay. I have to think back. I mean, we've been married now for four years mm. and I think for me, it was always like, I have a relationship with God. This is not just a Sunday thing. Mm, like yep. it's not just I come on Sundays and put yeah. on this 
what is it that word facade yeah yeah this you know um center of your life yeah i was like this is who i am like i believe that um i have a relationship with god every day every minute of my life Mm -hmm. and um anything that I feel like is going to damage my relationship with him, I cannot, I just, I can't compromise that. Um, so it was, it was, it was hard conversations like that. Um, especially because, uh, Ron didn't grow up in church. Mm. So to him, I had to explain so much because when you grow up in church, you hear certain things so much that they just become like second nature. So when he would ask me like, well, what do you mean you have a relationship with God? I was like, what do you mean? What do I mean? Like, it's what Wait, I said. So, so Ron, did Ron come to Christ, come to fa- his faith while he was with you? Yeah. And that was a whole other journey. Yeah. Because ladies, not, not that, that don't work out all the time, okay? Don't it'll, work it'll, out all yeah, the time. And, that, and that's what I was going to say because, you know, you hear – Time after time, you're told, hey, you know, especially when you're a Christian, hey, you can't, you know, you can't. Well, that's a whole another conversation because I think all that happened while you were gone. We actually kind of, we took a break for a few months. I think you were gone already. No way. Yeah, I think you were gone already. We we took a break a few months. um, And that's a whole other conversation. But um, uh, I think... That was just the, the main line. Like, he, because he didn't grow up in church, he would have to just bluntly ask me, like, do you see this in your future? Or do you see that in your future? I would ask, do you see this in your future? And, like, just conversations mm-hmm. like that. I mean, relationships are always about conversation, but right, I think right. it's like having raw conversations. Like, don't ask a question and make it in a way where he's going to answer it the way you want the answer. Right. Like yeah. be, be willing to have those conversations that are awkward and uncomfortable because, yeah. you know, it doesn't get any better once you get married, you're still right. going to continue to have those conversations. So I think I was always honest. Like I said, like, even though it's kind of funny now, hmm. I would tell him, I'm never going to be an army wife. Like if that's what you want, go for it. You mm. do you. I have my family here. I had yeah. what God has called me to do. Yeah. And God changed God changed my heart cuz I was so so headstrong about that. Yeah, cuz and, you and your family are super close like Oh. Shocked when I heard you were leaving. Right? Because you guys <laughs> are like this, like Yes, we are that stereotypical family that <laughs> dines together three to four times a yeah. week. Um it was so hard for my my family for me to leave, you know? Mm. But um, that's why I feel like I was so, like, I know what I want. And yeah. if that's what you want, then go for it. And, yeah, he. so I think it's just having those conversations and being okay that they don't answer. They don't give you the answer you want. That's, mm. that's okay. That's even yeah. better than okay. That's fine. Because then that's going to make sure that you are going to check yourself Am I, is this really going to be my husband? Like a forever thing. My partner, yeah. like. Yeah, so, is this going to yeah. work out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, that's interesting. So what uh, – I wanted to ask you this question, kind of change change it up a bit, because you – you I feel like and, – and no life is perfect, right? But I feel like when I see you and Ron, I feel like y'all living your best life, like <laughs> – Y'all, y'all live in man, y'all you guys are married. We love we, we were recently watching with Beast the 
we're watching the that that little I don't even know what to call it, but you guys were going back and forth on shower curtains. And uh <laughs> Oh I have sold that a beast. I told him how can you do this to me? How? Yo, give 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 the people uh, some context okay. on that real so, quick. So okay, do you know about Enneagrams? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't know about Enneagrams, it's this system basically that is used in companies, even in churches, because mm-hmm. it kind of helps you understand how someone works when they're stressed, how they work at their best, like yep. things like that. What, and what are you? Ron and I are both ones. No way. You're both the same? Yes. That's a a so number cool. one is someone that... Um, likes to fight for justice, likes to fight for the mm-hmm. underdog. Um, but what's really, really interesting and it makes a lot of sense now that we learned about the Enneagrams is ones believe their way is the right way. Mm. So, for example, oh, that's uh, fun. I needed a new shower cur- curtain. I said, you know what? I'm going to include my husband in this because we married. I want yeah. his opinion. So I was like, babe, I'm looking for a new shower curtain. Um, I put some on Amazon. Pick which one you like. Now, you see, ladies, this is what you do. You give them options. This has never failed me till this until this one time. He said, I don't like none of them. These are the ones I like. I put nice, aesthetic shower curtains. You want to know what he put, ladies? He put um, this bear on top of a dolphin <laughs> shooting another dolphin. An yep. astronaut sloth. Um, what was another one? It was like a. It was another sloth doing something. And then I said, "Those are ugly." He said, "No, they're not." He's like, he's like, you know what? Let's stick it to the people because that's what we normally do with social media. Yeah. Um. Usually we have people vote or help us win arguments because you know uh-huh. when you're married you have debates. Yeah, yeah. And I said, no one's gonna vote. So I was like, sure, take it to the people. And Beast, if you guys know Beast, decided to vote on the bear on top of the dolphin with guns. And my shower curtain right now is a sloth that's an astronaut. No I had one of my I had one of my friends send me a pair like two paragraphs. Super mm-hmm. like like how could I put it? Like um, like if it was a research paper. Yeah. She was like, I just want to let you know. No, she was like to whomever it may concern, mm-hmm. um, due to uh, COVID, mental illness, no, mental mental health has been uh, very bad. And if small things like a shower curtain can brighten up your day, why would you not? I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? She's vouching no for the shower curtain. She <laughs> legit sent me paragraphs telling me, like, this will help you smile. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> But yes, the, my shower curtain now is a sloth that's an hey, astronaut. That that's pretty awesome. I know you're not about that, but <laughs> I thought I thought it was I thought it was funny. I didn't get to vote. Um, I'm not gonna lie, the bear <laughs> on a dolphin is pretty cool to me as well. But but I, um, you know. I mean, we we're living. Yeah, you know, life is not life is not always great, but we are living yeah. our yeah. best life. I think because he's doing what he was called to do and I'm mm-hmm. doing what I'm called to do. Right. Um, right. And it's like you said, like he's always been involved. Um, like he has his job, 
But whenever we had like our teenage groups after work, we'd go to our teenage group. Whenever we had youth events, youth events, like um, he was highly involved. It just, and the wording sounds weird, right? Because he was a highly involved person, technically a volunteer, but that was my job. I just Mm -hmm. got to do what I love to do as my job. Right. Um, So yeah, we are living our best life. We still don't got kids because we're Mm. living our best life. Mm. (laughs) Um, We got to go to Europe. Uh, last year that was no two years ago. My God, time is going by. That was amazing. So we definitely want to do another trip, hopefully before we have a baby. Uh, So yeah, we are so cool. Living it out. Yeah, and and uh, you know my question, my question regarding that is, you know, what what would you tell your like your younger self, right? Your teenage self who, you know, uh, or, or just, just, you know, what would you tell younger, younger women, like younger girls that, you know, are in that stage or dreaming about, you know, their their husband. Um, and and what would you tell? So two, two things, what would you tell the ladies (laughs) and what would you tell, you know, us the single guys you know regarding this that journey right of because it's part of you know that you know LOD is living our dreams and we we a lot of the conversations that we're gonna have here are more on career based and all that yeah I feel like I feel like your dreams are you know bigger than that are bigger than just a job but there's all these other aspects of your life that come into play family right family love you know your partner all this stuff so what what would you what would you say what would what would your message be to to the people um i think what i wish someone would have told me when i was a teenager mm-hmm. is um cuz like you said who you're around is important so quality yeah. over quantity mm-hmm. like it is better to have five good quality friends yeah than have 20 friends that are basically your acquaintances because high school is just so when I think about high school I always tell my teenagers like it is really just a season in life and we and when you're in it you make it seem like this is going to be your forever life yeah I only talked to one person that I went to high school with and my high Mm. school was huge like you know so I would just tell a teenage girls like have good quality friends be who you are because Uh, who you you're learning who you are at that time and if you embrace that that's going to help you more into what you want to be when you get older yeah you're going to be happier uh trends come and go trends come and go like let me tell you when i was growing up big lips were not a thing okay (laughs) the ideal body was not a curvy woman the ideal body Mm. was like jennifer aniston that was a size zero or two but you know what happened? That trend went out the door. Yeah. And then Kylie Jenner came in. And yeah. I was like, God, where the heck was this when I was a teenager? <laughs> but it's okay. God wanted to humble me. It happens. <laughs> so trends come and go. Like, yep. don't don't wear something, even though you feel uncomfortable, just because mm. it's trendy. Don't do something because that's what everyone mm. is doing. Because at the end of the day, like, if it's going to take away your peace or make you feel guilty or make you feel just horrible, it's not worth it. Right. Like you do you, even if that means that not a lot of people are going to like it, you know, Mm. like not everyone thinks it's cool to like, I don't know, 
actually want to get good grades and get into a college and get a scholarship. Not right. everyone thinks it's great that you want to go to church. And yeah. if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. Right. That's what I would tell my teenage self. I wish yeah. my teenage self didn't give people so much power um, mm. over me. Mm. You know, like I used to wake up like two hours, like two hours before school to get ready for who? Oh, not thinking about it. I'm like, for who? I could have slept. Right. I yeah. could like, you know, like little things like that. Like yeah, just yeah. teenage you, like you're growing, you know, mm. don't compare yourself to these Instagram models that are women while you're a teenager, still mm. figuring stuff out. Yeah. Don't compare yourself to like these uh, TikTok models now. First we had to deal with Instagram, now TikTok models. Yeah. Um, you know, like you yeah. are different and that's okay. Like everyone is different. Like, and I think as teenage girls, we're never satisfied, right? Girls with curly hair want straight hair. Girls with straight hair want curly hair. Girls that are light-skinned want to be tan. Girls that are tan want to be light-skinned. And it's all over the world. Like in the Philippines, maybe because Ron is half Filipino, it broke my heart that it's actually a trend over there that they have um, a lot of beauty products and lotions that actually lighten your skin. Wow. Because to be fair is beautiful over there. Man. And I remember sitting there and then I I texted Ron and I told him, man, first I thought my, if I have daughters, they're going to be Latinas and they're going to have to like struggle with, am I thinning up? Because sometimes Latinas ain't that thin and that's okay. Right. But um, I was like, on top of that, their other culture being Filipinas is going to tell them if you're tan, you're not pretty. Mm. So it's it's not just an American thing. It's not just yeah. an Hispanic thing. It's a worldwide thing. And I think right. if like as teenage girls, we can just realize you're growing, you're beautiful. Yeah, knowing like, your worth. Yeah. yeah, knowing your worth, like yeah. you're going to be so much happier. Like yep. you really are. And if you have to be your biggest cheerleader, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes we want to, just because a teenage boy doesn't tell you you're pretty, that doesn't mean you're not pretty. Right. Like a teenage boy is still figuring out what he wants. <laughs> You and know, he like probably really want to tell you, you know, <laughs> yes. but he just he just can't. Yes, and you know what, girls, yeah. don't don't go for them bad guys. Don't, don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I would tell my teenage self. Do not talk to the football player. Mm, okay. Yes. Get yourself the guy that's in robotics. Okay, he gonna save you coins in the future. He gonna get a real career, a real job. <laughs> Trust me, he's going to look way more attractive in a few years. Just give him time. You can change clothes. You can't change character. Man. Let oh, me tell on, you. Hold on. Say that again. I missed you. That. You can change clothes. You can't change character. Man. Okay? Just because you don't like how he dresses. Okay? Yeah. yeah. But a character, their heart, that yeah. you cannot change. Come on. I Okay? Like, whoo. Okay. Now, my my... Younger women, now, younger than me, mm-hmm. I would say, obviously, you're already thinking about your husband, and um, it's so weird because I think I never had an age in my mind when to get married. Mm. I never thought, by this age, I need to be married, I need to have this, this, that. Okay. Um, I just, I just always knew that I was going to get married when the time came. And it sounds mm-hmm. so weird because you would think that because I was dating Ron, I wanted it to happen. Yeah. But I was just loving what I was doing. I was so fulfilled with that yeah. that I wasn't in a rush. Man. You know? 
I, like you said, we used to spend hours. We were just yeah, talking yeah. like about dreams, like what do you want to do and stuff like that. Or I was um, in school, at school at the time. So I was just so happy in that season that I was never in a rush to get married. Mm. And I think that's why I was able to then enjoy that transition. So I would say enjoy singlehood because marriage is not going to fix anything. If you are lonely, marriage is not going to make you feel less lonely. Mm -hmm. If you need someone to make you like fill a hole in your heart, that's not going to fill it. Yeah. Um, So I would say like, like, let whatever you work on it and then let marriage happen when it happens. Like it's so in, in the Spanish culture, I know it's so like common mm. to get married young. Mm-hmm. And I think in the American culture, it's so kind to get married older. Yeah. So it's like, you're tackling like these two yep. things where like, you're so like young, don't get married or like, Oh my God, you're still not married. Like you're always yeah, like yeah. in this up and down. Yep. So just like, live out your life honestly yeah. live out your dreams and don't compromise don't compromise for a guy that it just just because he goes to church doesn't mean he's for you mm. um just because there's nothing wrong with him doesn't mean he has to be yours like i think we think when a guy goes to church oh he must love god that's it <laughs> he's perfect <laughs> or you that's know <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> or you know, oh, there. You know, he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. Uh, yeah. He must be it. Like sometimes he's not. Just because right. your dream, your dreams don't align. Yeah. And that's why I said it's so important who you marry. Because if I would have married someone that didn't support what I do, I would yeah. not be happy. I yeah. would yeah. so not be happy. It is the most awesomest thing. And it's, this might yeah. be funny, but it's the most awesomest thing that even after an argument you're thankful that's the person you had the Mm. argument with wow you know like that's the point you want to get that's the kind of marriage you want to get to you know you don't want to be in that kind of marriage where you're like i wish i had not married him you want to get in the kind of marriage that's like i'm so pissed off at him but we'll talk about this later like i love him (laughs) but we'll talk about this later like um but yeah that for my single ladies and just live out just live out your life and Just because you don't see your dream right now, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It's going to take time because there are things you need to work on. I know we are all, we are all born and called to do different things. So if you're a career woman, if you're a business woman, you got work to do. You got stuff to learn. You got to learn how to like invest, how to save. Like if you want to be in that lane, if you want to be a teacher, um, you know, different careers, if you want to be a lawyer, like there are stuff you need to get done. Yeah. you know, to be in that career. So get it done. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be in ministry, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Like God's not just going to give you a position if you can't even tie the $20 from your paycheck. Mm. God is not going to give you more if mm-hmm. you can't even freaking clean the bathrooms, you know? Wow. If you yeah. want people to see you all the time, like you got to do stuff behind the scenes where only God sees Come on. you. Come on. So there's stuff to get done. It doesn't matter what you feel like your calling or your dream or your career is. Yeah. Like there are things that you can only do when you're young that you can't do when you're older. Right. Like when you're, you know, like when I was single, all I had to worry about was me. I was living with my parents. Mm-hmm. I was going to school. If I wanted to kick it at the church, it was just like, right. oh, we're going to be there. Oh, cool. I'll be there <laughs> now. Yeah. It's like nothing my husband holds me back in a sense, but it's more like, oh, wait, I got 
schoolwork. I got laundry that needs to yeah. be put away that only I can put away. Yeah. You know, I got dinner to cook, mm-hmm. um, especially with Ron's spine being, you know, mm. not at its best. Yeah. There's just other priorities now where my main priority isn't let me go hang out. Let me go right. kick it. Yeah, so yeah. There are some things that you can only do when you're young. Yep. So, um, you know, write it down. What are your steps? Whatever it may look like, you do it like and plan it out. And it's going to be awesome. Um, the young men, man. Y'all need Jesus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Women, y'all good. Y'all good. But men. <laughs> No, the only, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, women, I do think the last note for marriage is take out that mentality of um i can fix him i can change him oh like you can't change no one you can't fix no one only god can a man can only change if he wants to change Hmm. like that's that's the bottom line like you know i oh okay i'm gonna mention this but like ah but don't tell anybody We're going to mention this on this podcast, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, it's because I'm thinking about, yeah. I'm thinking about, um, okay. Okay. The whole Will Smith and Jada Smith. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So I love Sarah Jake Roberts. If you. Oh, she's you, amazing. Her podcast. She has this segment where it I says. I didn't even know she had a podcast. If I ever have a podcast, that's my vibe, Larry. You got to go check it out. I got to go check it out. Yo, she's amazing. Sorry, real quick. She is amazing. If you don't know Sarah Jakes Roberts, you got to go look her up. So she has a segment in her podcast that is called Saving Eve. And the whole concept is Eve knew better but didn't do better. So there are people in society that know better but don't do better. Okay. So um, she says, are we going to save this person? But save means like if you're going to throw them like a life raft. Mm. or a lifeboat okay um so she brings up jada smith and will smith into the mix and you know she goes live so she really she's reading the comments where women are like no we're not saving her we're not saving her blah blah blah. but she goes into a further uh discussion where she says like why is it that we think we can change people you know whether you know will smith thought jada would change or jada thought will smith would change yeah um and I thought that's so true. Like we live in a, we live in this mindset as women sometimes that's like, if I was a better woman, he would change. Hmm. But I think, and I, and it's Ron and I were talking about it. And I told him, I think we need to come to the mindset of like, if a man wants to change, he's going to change. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, or the same thing with a woman, but it just, mm-hmm. that conversation started because of the whole Will Smith and Jada, which yeah. let's save the word entanglement. Entanglement was minding its business. Now it's everywhere with Will Smith <laughs> and Jada Smith. <laughs> but, you know, I think ladies, if you can just realize, like, if a man wants to be married, he's going to shift his life to get ready to be married. Mm-hmm. If a man wants to grow in a t- into a deeper relationship with God, he's gonna shift his life to get yeah. into deep like you can't do that for him right. like you can't change him like i think sometimes that's why i said it doesn't work out for everyone when yeah. i said that ron didn't grow up in a church yeah because uh i felt god tell me that i was planning my whole life around ron and i never asked god once what do you want me to do mm. like ron and i were like yeah you know like we'll probably be married when we're let's say 
23 or 24, blah, 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 blah. And at this one time in my prayer time, this thought came to, into my mind. And I feel like that was God bringing it to me where he said, you never asked me. Wow. And wow. I felt God tell me I needed to give him Ron. And at the time, Ron was still learning about God. So I couldn't tell him, hey, I felt God told me this. Like <laughs> when you tell someone who doesn't go to church that they're like, you're a very big weirdo. Right. So I just said, hey, I need some space. And he's like, why? What did I do? I was like, nothing. I just need some space. So we took a few months off and, um, I was very, he will tell you, like, I didn't text him. He would text me, but I wouldn't text him. I wouldn't reach out to him because I just felt like I needed to be so sure that I, I knew I couldn't make this man become a man of God that I needed to know that I couldn't change him. I couldn't make him into something I wanted. And he went on his own while we were, uh, on a break and that's when he got baptized he found his church he was going to this church and um i believe it was hawthorne Hmm. and that was the best thing for him because uh he found he found a youth pastor Mm -hmm. who his major was like science and religion Hmm. and ron is really big on science Hmm. so they actually would stay till like 2 a.m or 3 a.m after service and ron would just ask him blankly like where are the facts? Like, how do you know ah. that the earth was created this long or like the yeah. moon or like whatever, you know? Yeah. And that was the best thing for him because he finally was able to see that science and God go together. Yeah. And he grew his relationship with God and, and I was still doing my own thing. And then mm-hmm. we just, we actually ended up getting back together because my mom invited him to my birthday party. So I always <laughs> remind her that I'm like, I didn't invite him. You invited you him. You did. <laughs> <laughs> So, Man. yeah, so that's my last note for the ladies and yeah. for the young men. I mean, there's so much pressure for a, a, a man, a young mm-hmm. man and a man, because you hear your whole, your whole life. You're the provider. Mm-hmm. You are the leader of your family. Yeah. Um, the Bible says that, like you are the head of the household. Yeah. And I don't think people really realize how heavy that can weigh on a young man. You know, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this until I had my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bunch of guys and they would tell me like, how am I supposed to lead a family? I was like, what do you mean? They're like, that's a lot of responsibility. Or they wow. would tell me like, how am I going to provide? Like, yeah. I don't even know what I want to do in my life. Like, huh. how am I going to provide for like a wife and yeah. kids? And that pressure is real. That pressure is real. So I would just say like, take mm-hmm. your time. Like, don't. Mm-hmm don't rush into marriage. Don't feel like you need to get this job just so you can marry this girl. Like, I mean, just you do what God has called you to do and you keep on um, just leveling up your life because that is a big pressure and no one's perfect. Like no one's expecting, at least I didn't never thought of this. Like I never expected Ron to be this godly man to in a way like pray like thou shall not like mm, yours if i'm yeah. still figuring it out he's right. still figuring it out yeah so i think find yourself a woman Man, that knows so that real. you know find yeah. a woman that knows that like you are figuring it out just like she's figuring it out yeah. like and then that's gonna be an ideal partnership like i never expect ron to be holier than me like mm. it doesn't matter what age you get you're still figuring out life yeah. I'm about to be 26 and I'm still figuring out life, how that looks like. So that's just my two cents um, because I think that's a big pressure guys have in the like 
church world um it almost feels like you have to be this great man like these great pastors and in reality it's like you're figuring it out yep and god knows that yep man you just dropped so much knowledge so much wisdom on us like so good there's so much in there like i was thinking one of the things when when you mentioned you know your journey with ron and just like the conversation I, was, I felt so mean though i felt so mean like afterwards i apologized so much i was like i couldn't tell you because you don't really want to know man. <laughs> <laughs> man no but i love that and 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 even that like i think i think it takes that that is love like that demonstrates love the the you know, because you being willing to say, I need to give some space, I need some space, he needs his space in order for us to connect with God and in order for him to connect with God and not do it for me, but do it for himself. And you, and you giving him that space that, you know, like, I think that converse, those conversations you're saying that he had with that youth pastor yeah we're very key and and i i've been like this past year i've been like realizing the importance and the value of conversations in and when it comes to relationships all, yeah. all types of relationships right? yeah so it's so important growth so much growth comes out of it um, yeah you know so much more love and understanding you know uh comes from it I think that I think that one of the the biggest problems that we have in our country right now with everything we're talking about, right? With the racism and the Yep. all of this stuff, right? It comes down to that, like the ha- the being able to sit down and have a conversation with yeah. somebody about this without, you know, being at each other's throats, right? But yeah. Just being okay with sitting down and having a conversation. Yeah. It's so important. So bringing that into relationships, um, you know, how how important that is. And it's so dope because, you you know, you saying what you're saying. And I and I honestly I didn't know this. Like I like to me, I thought um, the break. Well, I did, I definitely didn't know about the break, but I didn't know. <laughs> well, you were God. <laughs> right. But I didn't know. I didn't know that Ron, you know, wasn't fully into his like in 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 his faith the way you did you the way you are you I know, thought we like, talked about it because I thought I I thought so maybe but but it's I, been years yeah but it has that, been years, but but no, the whole time I've had like in my head just and I think it, it it says a lot about the man that that Ron is right because he's just a great man. He's a loving man. He he's yeah. He, he's just overall a great great person. Yeah. So, so hearing that, and then you know, coming from you know, hearing that whole thing of like you know the importance of your the similarities, the same values, and all that. Yeah. And and I I I still think that's very important, but your journey and your process doesn't have to look like everybody's right. The way your relationship looks like with him does, isn't the same, you know, it's going to look like for me, you know, 
or it's not going to look the same for somebody else. And I'm starting to realize, yo, that is okay. It is okay. Yeah. If my story, if, if my journey is not the same as yours, like for example, you know, I am, I'm 26 years old and you're older than me by some months. I am older than you by what is your birthday? December. December. Oh, mine says uh, November. I'm a 90, so technically, no, I'm a ninety-three. You're ninety-four, aren't you? I'm ninety-four. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, so I'm twenty-six, right? And I've like I've gone through my journey as far as you know my career and stuff. And you know, I was in I was in a relationship, you know, early on. You know, in my twenties, in my late teens, early twenties. And then I haven't been in a relationship since. I've been focused on my career and, you know, my dreams. And Seven all is a holy number, Larry. And Just saying. Come on. Come on. Say 27. it. 27. Come on. The Lord. Lord. The bring her. I receive it. Come on. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, you know, my in in that journey, in that process, you know, um, so much has changed. There's yeah. been so much growth. And I'm glad, you know, I was, I was recently talking to to a friend about this where I'm glad I didn't, you know, stay in that relationship because it would have done way more harm than good because I wasn't in the right headspace. I wasn't mature enough to be yeah. in, a, in, a, in a relationship at that level. And, yeah. some, and some may have, but I just wasn't, you know. Um, same and that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I think to, what needs to be emphasized is Ron and I met in high school. Right. And, you know, yeah. like, yeah. that's the only reason I think things maybe went faster. Right. But I even tell my teenagers, like, because I, I just was wondering one night, only like 2.2% of high school sweethearts end up getting married. Mm. And then... I started thinking about this and yeah. I'm just like, man, it sounds so cute, but it was so much work. It was so much work. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I even tell my teenagers like, do not get in a relationship. They're like, but you found Ron in high school. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but that's what I'm telling you. Cause it's work. <laughs> it is work. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's process is different, yeah, but yeah. we met in high school. So that's why it, we got married at a young age. I, yep. I think it was young now that I look back, but when I was yeah. 21, I was like, I'm 21. Like yeah. I'm an adult. Like, right. well, it's funny. Cause I, I hear, you know, I hear like Ben and Nebby have like mentioned this, you know, they, you know, they say it like, yo, how old were they? Well, they were, I think they're around your age when you like, they're around 20, 21, I think, but they even say it themselves. Like, you know, if, it's, if we yeah. do it again, we'd wait or, you know, or, you know, they advise you like, yo, just wait it out. Like put in, you know, focus yeah. on yourself, get yourself ready. Mm -hmm. and then you go into it. Yeah. Like there is no rush. Everyone's process is different. And I feel like it's because some of us think, oh my God, I'm, that's the next phase of my life. I need to yeah. jump right into it, you know? And it's yeah. like, no, like you do you like, because yeah. once you get married, like, at least for me, like you only do it once. And if you choose mm -hmm. right, it's still a lot of work. It's still yeah. work. Yeah. I feel you, man. Last question. Last question here before we close this off. <laughs> <laughs> but What's what, up? What is, uh, 
what's next for you, Josh? What's next for oh my gosh. For the bondos? What's what's next in in your journey? Uh, oh man, uh, I mean, whatever God entrusts us with. Right now, we are part of a church plant, mm. and it has been amazing. Uh, this is the second church plant. The first one was Arlie. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's just crazy. I think. Um, you don't realize there are things that you do in life that will prepare you for the future. Like I never thought I would do this again. I never thought I would be in another city. Um, even college, like everything I learned to be a teacher, I have implemented towards like being with youth. And that has helped me so much to be able to connect with them and to just lay things down. Like I never thought learning how to teach a lesson would help me explain the Bible, you know, cause Mm. that's what I do. Yeah, like yeah. there's just there are things in life that you learn that you just you can take it to another another place another level. So yep. right now we're in a church plant and we are loving it. Like I said, Ron is transitioning out of the military in September. He has he will serve five years. So yeah. our next phase is just we're planning our life here in El Paso, like officially and whatever God wants to trust us. It's just uh, we're just in that phase, yeah. you know. Um, but it's been, yeah, it's been awesome. I think I just, um, I think that's just my mentality. You get yeah, to a place, yeah, yeah. you get to a point in your life where you're just like, all right, I was next. We're done with this. What's yes. next? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yep, like yep. when I was done with youth, it was sad, but I was like, all right, I was next. And we, yeah. You know, and, and, and ne- things just kept happening, you know? Yep. So I think whenever you're, whatever you do, whether it's a career or a ministry, if you're in that mindset, like, you know, it's just going to get better. Yep. Because bigger is not always better. Yep. It is yep. cool. You know, like Man, if you go, f- if you go from a yeah. 10 people group to a hundred, 150 people group. Awesome. Yeah. But bigger is not always better. Like yep. I love, love, love that. Um, who was it? Judah Smith and, mm-hmm. and Chad Beach. Mm-hmm they were in a youth group of like less than 10 kids. And in that youth group, their youth pastor invested in them so much. And now they've grown like, and Mm. now they have these huge ministries, these huge things. So bigger is not always better. I think we, we think if I'm in that platform, if I have a hundred people, 500 people, like it's whatever's in your life. Like if it's, if it's right now, you interning, if it's you right now working with what you have, like just do you. Yep. So I'm just like, God, what's next? Let's do it. I'm yeah. ready. <laughs> I I love that. I love that posture of life. Like what's next? Like, you know, and being open to where God wants to take you and, yep. and all that. I love that. I, I had been, when I, when I was thinking about moving back to LA and the opportunity came up, you know, I remember asking Ben because, because the opportunities that were opening up were over there were so big um but the opportunity of coming back home was special and was was you know it was hard to say no to it Mm. and I remember asking Ben I was like yo I was like what if I'm doing what if I make a mistake right what if I choose wrong like what if what I choose isn't God's like plan for me and I remember him saying he was he said something like you know like don't work don't like stress about it too much because if you trust god if you love god if you have faith if you have faith 
no matter what decision you do, God's going to find some way to make that right. To make that good for your life. Like to make yeah, that's, good come out of that. Right. That's so the beauty of God, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and being, and so being open and, you know, because I, I think, I think, and I don't know if you could say the same, but I didn't expect to be where I am right now, the way. Heck no, I, I did not right? expect to be where I am. Right? <laughs> I had certain plans, and my plans changed constantly, right? Like, there was a point where, you know, yeah. I wanted to be a recording, uh, you know, engineer in a studio. Yeah. Working with yep. big names and big artists, yep. right? Then I went into like doing sound and stuff for church and that turned into, you know, leading and pastoring youth and that turned into something else. And, and right now it looks like it might turn into something else. And now I'm doing podcasts and all this. So I think just that, what you just said is just being open and saying, all right, God, what's next? What, what's the next thing? Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause when you look back at that, at, everything you've gone through and everything you've been through you see the bigger picture you see how that how yeah. thing has fed into the next yeah right? it's crazy because i learned we box ourselves in god did oh, it oh yeah yep you know what i mean because yep. like when i it's so funny because i remember you're like yeah i want to be a recording producer and then yeah, that yeah. went into um i want to rap and then you're like you know what no i want to write songs like yeah. and you know I went through similar things too. And then I realized as I got older, I limit myself. God never said, Joss, this is all you can do. This is all you, you're Come capable on. of doing. Yep. I did it. Like yep. I said, all I can do is just sing. Yeah. Never did I think I was going to lead um, young women and teenagers. Never did I think I was going to lead young, you know, like I yep. just didn't think that. Yep. I even, my pastors were so tripped out when I told them, I'm just not a leader. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, I'll serve. I was like, tell me what to do. I will be there. I will do it for you. I'm not a leader. And they're like, Joss, what do you think you've been doing? I'm like, helping you. <laughs> I've been helping you. And they're yeah. like, no, you've been leading. But because I box myself in. Mm. So I think that's just, that's just, it's our human tendency. Yeah. Like, I love plants. I do. But um, God don't work that way. Yep. God's yep. like, that's cute. You got a plan. Yep. I got a different one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, yep. yeah, I, it's been awesome to see through the years. And that's why I love social media, mm -hmm. uh, to see everyone just grow and yeah. be different, you know, and, and use their talents in many different ways. Like, yep. I, I did never thought you were going to leave. Like, I, you love I LA, you know? I leave, yep. And you went to Indiana. Yep. I feel like that's so different than LA. I was yeah. like, yep. I remember telling Ron, like, Larry just posted about race car races. Like, who's this? I was like, who's this? He went to, I think you went or something was happening in Indiana and you posted about it. And I was like, who's this? I was like, race car races? Like what? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was when I uh, visited the, the Indianapolis motor speedway, I think. I was like, what, what this boy, like, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so it's been crazy to see how we've all changed and all yeah. that. But I, I, I just, man, I just love right now being who I wish I had when I was a teenager, when I was younger. And man, yeah, that's what I'm just rolling with being that for others. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, you, uh, 
just to wrap this up. Last, last question, yeah. ladies this and gentlemen. This is it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanna I just wanna quickly just say thank you. Like just Aww. thank you for being, you know, obviously for being part of this podcast, but thank you for the the impact and the influence you've had, you know, in my life. Um, in in the life of like my sister. My sister, you know, Aww. we've talked before about you and how you've been an impact, you know, and, and just the example that you've been, you know, of a strong, confident woman that, which is, it's surprising That's that you so just good. said that you, you were shocked to hear that, you know, you, you had leadership capacity because, you Heck know, yeah. at because RLA, you know, I felt, I felt you were leading. I felt but you I, were. But I felt like I was serving. Mm, you know yeah and and that's a great mentality you know yes. we are supposed to always be humble because that's but, where leadership starts yes start but that boxed me where i thought i'm not leading this mm, you know yeah but that's so sweet for you to say because no. i just you know when you're younger you're still like i said you're figuring yourself out yeah. and i I just, I didn't think that was me, especially because mm. I'm so different. Even my singing voice. I mean, I don't have that like, like feminine Carrie Job, uh, yeah, yeah. like Taylor Swift. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? My yeah. voice is very uh, powerhouse. You have a very like, powerful voice. Yes. So that always made me feel like an outsider. And even the way wow. I am, I am loud. Yeah. I am just like, I, I can be goofy. I can be yep. serious, you know? Yep. So I'm not like what people think girls should be. And mm. I, I just, you know, I think that's why I just, like I said, I love being who I wish I had, especially yeah. now Bianca Althoff, another great woman you guys need to follow. Yes. Her, seeing her in Dallas, God was like, you just need to be yourself. Because yeah. I thought I needed to be dainty and polite and so No, yeah, no, nah, that woman you know? will tell will make I was like, <laughs> Yes. You know what though? I believe you know what? I'm just gonna declare it over myself. I believe I'm gonna Come meet on. her because she's already re she's replied to me twice on Instagram. No way, no, she hasn't. Yes, I have That's a voice. Crazy. I have a voice recording from her. And I was Shut like Shut up. No, you don't. Yes, I do. What? And I told and I told Rod, I was like, oh, my God. But you know what? She was to me what I wish, what I hope I'll be for another girl. Like, she grew up in East L.A. Yep. She is Latina. She is yep. loud. She can be, like, yep. just herself. And I was like, I'm going to be that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and after that, I just fully embraced myself. And the funny thing is, here in El Paso, they, like, call me ghetto. And I'm like, <laughs> I am not ghetto. You need to go to LA. You need to go to the yeah, real hood. Yeah, I'm just loud. Come over here. I'm just loud. I'm like, I'm just loud. That's just it. Like me, you know, because, but every city, you know, you went to Indiana, every city yeah. has its different vibe. Yep. And, you know, yep. so here I come with my Timberlands <laughs> and my. <laughs> oh, you brought out the Tims? <laughs> Yo, I brought out the Tims in Indy too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Everybody's but, wearing specific like snowshoes, right? <laughs> and I'm like, dang, snowshoes. All I got is my Tims, <laughs> so I put out the Tims okay, in the winter. You, okay, you brought them out in the winter. I brought them out in the summer. I was like, oh, you know, I got my Tims. But no, like, I just I love hearing that about Dina because that's that's my that's my heart. Like, I just mm. want to be myself. 
you know, whatever that may look like with their, that's me um, posting wearing makeup or wearing no makeup or me being loud. Um, I just, I I love, I love hearing that. No. Yeah. You're, you're a great example to follow. So we're definitely going to tag you on, on obviously on the podcast, on the Instagram, just so, so people could follow you and, and, because you're 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 very vocal and present on on your on social media and stuff and yeah and I love that I love I love that and I think just just speaking to the guys now like yo you like us guys we got to surround ourselves with more strong uh confident women you know that that we could learn from too like yeah you don't you know we don't gotta and like vice versa yeah it don't gotta always be like you don't oh, gotta hit her up her. yeah right you, don't, right you don't gotta hit on her like just, yeah just yeah chill. yep yep <laughs> just 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 build friendships uh strong friendships strong relationships that you yeah know, can change you for the better so so yeah jocelyn thank you so much no, thank um, you for the invite. <laughs> I need to have you and Ron on the podcast together. Oh uh, my Rose God, you're not ready for that craziness. No, I, I know think, I'm not. I know y'all I'm not. think I'm loud and about. He's another yeah. thing. Like when oh. he's in the church meetings, it's another. <laughs> it's another. Like it's another thing. Like they're I just bet. like <laughs> he has his own soundboard. Okay, <laughs> he's a gamer. He streams on Twitch. He has a soundboard, and whenever anything hypes him up, he puts up, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I can't wait to have him. I still have some videos, like video clips oh of, like, my God. of our times at, at the house and, and just him. You just, have to send uh, them to me, okay? Uh, I'll, I'll, look, I'll look for him and, and send yeah. them away. Sure. No, yeah, that'd be so much fun. No, well, thanks for the invite. I love that you're doing this because I think thank this is you, what it's you. about. We have... Yeah. We have the resources. We have the technology. Yep. Like, why not? Let's do why it. not yep. put out there what we've learned throughout the years yeah. that's going to help other people, like, and yep. inspire other people. Like, yep. if you just skim through the end of this podcast and the only thing you take, it's you go do you, whatever steps you got to take, yep. and every process is different. Boom. Summary of there the podcast. There it is. That's it. That's it. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> This was the LOD podcast. Till next time. See ya. Peace out.